The peace of our Lord be with you. The Lord was holding a plumb line beside a wall built with a plumb line. And the Lord said, See, I am setting a plumb line in the midst of my people Israel. I cannot speak for you, but as for me, that is one of my favorite images from the Bible. Might be because I started out my working life as a brick mason's helper, 15 years old, before the days of the laser beams that shoot the line straight now, when brick masons and carpenters actually hung plumb lines to keep the wall straight and true. Maybe that's why, but for some reason, this is absolutely one of my favorite images in the whole Bible. God holding a plumb line next to the people of God, giving them a central standard by which to judge their lives, like a brick mason adjusting each new row of bricks and blocks to keep the rising wall straight and true, plumb with the plumb line. Thus, you can imagine my dismay when somewhere along the way I learned that one of my favorite images from the Bible may not actually be in the Bible. It seems that the Hebrew word, which all of our English Bible translations interpret as plumb line in today's passage from Amos, actually originally meant something more like piece of tin, not plumb line. This is just one of those things you wish you didn't know. <laughs> Apparently, sometime in the 12th century, a Jewish Torah scholar named Ibn Ezra sort of went out on a limb and translated that Hebrew word plumb line. And it took, went viral. And it has shown up that way in nearly every subsequent Bible translation since. As a result, whether Amos meant it that way or not, for at least a thousand years, today's passage from the book of Amos has reminded the people of God that there are central standards against which to measure our lives, spiritual plumb lines against which to judge and measure our words and actions. In the Old Testament, one of the main plumb line verses, of course, is Micah 6.8. What does the Lord require of us but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with our God? Not unlike its New Testament cousins. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. This is all of the law and the prophets and love God with all that is in you 
and love your neighbor as you wish to be loved. All the law and the prophets hang on this, both in Matthew and then Paul's great summary statements. One in Romans, all the commandments can be summed up in one commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. And another in Colossians, whatever you do, in word or deed, do it all in the name of Jesus. Central standards to live up to. Plumb lines to live next to. In one of her books, church historian Diana Butler Bass recalls a time when Henry Nowen came to teach at Harvard Divinity School. She remembered how his lecture hall would be filled every day with people of every kind, conservative, liberal, evangelical, progressive, Christians, Jews, seekers and souls of every stripe, crowding in shoulder to shoulder to hear Nowen say essentially the same thing every day. <laughs> love God with all that is in you and love others as you want others to love you. A plumb line for persons of all faiths. I thought about that a couple of weeks ago when someone I had not seen before walked up to the J.C. Park Bible class when I offered him a copy of the Bible verse of the week, he declined with a phrase in Arabic from Islam. But the Bible verse of, that week, of the week that week just happened to be Matthew seven twelve. Treat all others as you wish all others to treat you which quickly transcended whatever barriers we might first have imagined or assumed. Because that verse, too, is a spiritual plumb line for all people of all faiths. Of course, most of us learn to live a mindful, thoughtful, prayerful, intentional, plumb line kind of life not by reading plumb line verses, but by watching plumb line people. Plumb line people. The kind of people who call forth that which is deepest and best in us by showing us how big spirited, loving, and true it is actually possible for ordinary humans to be plumb line people of whom there are many behind you in the columbarium and many more below us in the children's department and around us in the room and beyond us on the love stream plumb line people, the kind of people who make the rest of us want to be better just by being exactly who they are. In one of her poems, the late Mary Oliver said, I know a man 
of such mildness and kindness that it is trying to change my life. He does not preach or teach, but simply is by rule and act an ambassador for Christ. What I call a plumb line person. A person whose life is so straight and true and kind and good that they make the rest of us want to be better. Not by telling us that we should be, but by showing us that we could be. One imagines that all of those plumb line people continue to have their own blind spots, limits, complexities, anxieties, and regrets. But apparently, somewhere along the way, they must have decided that nothing was going to matter more to them than living lives that are kind and gentle, honest and true, big-spirited and open-armed. Somewhere along the way, they must have just opened themselves up to the Holy Spirit and began to become the kind of people who clearly understand that their main work in this world is to pay attention to listen, to see, to grow, to change, to practice restraint here, and to relinquish control there, and most of all, to love and love and love some more in ever-widening circles of welcome hospitality, joy, and grace. Plumb line people. Living lives which meet the measure of the central standard of love for God and love for others. The kind of people who make the rest of us want to be better just by being exactly who they are. A long line of others have been that for us. And now it is our turn to be that for others. Our turn to take our place in the plumb line line. Amen.